and some people will disagree with me, and that's that's fine. That's fine. My expert opinion is still expert, whether other people want to agree with it or not. Episode 1220 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, running hard when you're used to running easy. Hey, y'all. Uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, no sponsor, not plugging any of my own items, my, my various wares today. Just want to uh, remind you that uh, I do have a YouTube channel. I don't use it. I don't post anything there very often. Haven't posted anything recently. I, you know, if I'm going to be honest, I want to say I'm going to be posting things coming up in the not too distant future. But like, you know, there's a lot of things I want to do in the not too distant future. Doesn't mean they're all going to get done. But the content that I do have on YouTube, many of my more recent videos, which are probably, you know, six, eight months old, but whatever, they're, they're still the most recent ones on the channel are heart rate training related. So as we're kind of in the middle of a, of a little three quick tip series episodes, three series episodes, three episode series of heart rate training tips and tricks and kind of some, some answering some questions and whatnot. If there's something that I haven't addressed in these three episodes, there's a decent chance I may have addressed it in one of the last seven, eight, 10 videos on my YouTube channel. So check it out. If you haven't done so already, click subscribe so that if I ever do, you know, get, get back on track with posting videos semi-regularly, you'll see them, but, uh, it's, you know, just search for Diz runs on YouTube. You'll find it. Um, and, and again, lots of heart rate training stuff there. There's some other stuff there as well, but lots of heart rate training content. Um, if this is, the, if this series is, is wetting your appetite and you want to dig a little deeper, YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel could be a place to check that out. So check out Dizruns YouTube. I think it's youtube.com slash Dizruns. But, uh, you know, if that doesn't get you there, just search for Dizruns and you will find it. So today, kind of talking about something that doesn't, uh, doesn't get talked about as much, quite frankly. Like I don't talk about it as much. Um, you know, in the, in the heart rate training books and resources and things like that, that I've, that I've read and consumed over the years, some of the, the more heart rate training or effort-based training folks that I follow on social media. Uh, we, we don't, we, you know, I, them, we, we don't tend to talk about quite as much about going hard. And quite frankly, it's, I'm I don't know, quite frankly, my assumption for whatever my assumption is worth and my expert opinion, one of the reasons that maybe sometimes people are as hesitant to, to commit to heart rate training is that, uh, they, they assume wrongly, although again, not on their, not their fault because it doesn't get talked about as often as it should. That, that means that you're never going to run fast. You're never going to do a speed workout, you know, race day. You have no idea what, the, what the heck you're getting yourself into. Like, like, you know, I might talk about run slow, race fast, but like, am I really going to race fast? Like, I don't, I don't even know what to expect. Um, and, and the truth of the matter is, is that when it comes to, to heart rate training or any effort-based training protocol, um, there is absolutely a time and a place to go hard. Certainly race day, but not just race day. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's regular hard workouts that are part of, part of the, the, the process, part of, of what we need as runners and just healthy, functional human beings to continue to grow, continue to, to push our limits, continue to get stronger. Uh, fact of the matter is, you know, again, when it comes to, to pushing the envelope, like there's a lot of physiological benefits to that, right? Like, and it's not just from a get faster standpoint, but I mean, actual physiology, your tendons get stronger, your muscles grow, your muscles get stronger as well. Your bones get stronger. I mean, you know, we talk about the pounding that goes on with, with running, you know, just, just logging miles. Um, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of it, but, but you know, if you're, if you're doing your easy miles, legitimately easy, you're not stimulating bone growth. Like you are when you get out there and hammer, right? Like, like that's, Full, full disclosure, 
even when you're hammering, you're not stimulating bone growth like you do when you're lifting weights, which is another reason strength training is important, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about going hard and, and it absolutely helps to improve your bone density. It helps to improve your running economy. Um, other physiological benefits in terms of hormones and in terms of, uh, you know, mitochondrial function and, and, you know, just lots of things that are deep down in the physiology rabbit hole. We're not trying to get to today, but the point is there is an absolute legitimate reason to do hard workouts, period, full stop. Um, now you don't want to do them all the time. Of course, you know, that that's, and that's what we try to fight against when we're talking about heart rate training. We're talking about effort-based training is most of the time. You do want to keep your easy runs easy, um, but when it's time to go hard, it's time to go hard, and and that's something that you know both in in my experience of of doing um, hard workouts, you know, of, of this whole heart rate journey that I've been on for the last six plus years, is that I've I've learned that it's it's kind of interesting, you know, if, if I can remember back to to the early days, bef- the before times. When I was, you know, kind of going hard almost all the time, you know, I'd, 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 ha- I'd have proper hard workouts on the calendar when I was running with the pack and things like that back in the Lakeland days. Um, but even when I wasn't running with them, even when I was just going out to get a few miles on my own, I was always just running, you know, not easy, not hard. Right. But then there wasn't that much of a difference between the hard workouts and the non-hard workout days because it was all just kind of not really hard. It's interesting, can be eye-opening not always pleasant, pleasantly eye-opening. When you do go easy most of the time and then you go and hammer, A, how much harder you're able to run, how much faster, how much stronger. Um, but that also means that the blowback is a little bit more severe, which is which is why the first thing about you know going hard when you're doing heart rate training is, is don't overdo it, right? When, when you go hard, you want to go hard, but but it, a little bit goes a long way. You know, what is, what is the right amount? What is the right ratio? Yeah, I don't know. It depends, whatever, drink, chug a lug. Um, loose rules of thumb are, you know, 80% easy, 20% hard. Um, so, so that's, that's not a bad way of looking at it. Maybe that means it's once a week. Maybe that means, you know, once every couple of weeks, it probably at least year round for most of us doesn't mean more than once per week. Um, you know, exceptions may apply, especially for those of you that are a little bit higher volume runners. Um, but a little bit definitely goes a long way. And, and my advice for whatever you think that it might be worth is to err on the side of less is more, you know, kind of like last week we talked about err on the side of, you know, if you have two different calculators showing your different heart rate zones or whatever, go with the, go with the lower one. Um, if push comes to shove, go with fewer hard workouts, you know, maybe once every two weeks, once every three weeks, shoot, I'm, I'm kind of more of a once every three to four weeks kind of guy myself. Um, although I, I feel like I'm going to try to do more this year probably a, a more of a consistent once every two weeks. Um, but you don't need to do, you know, when in doubt, I guess more is not necessarily better because you want to recover. You want to feel good. Um, and, and, and again, you know, without getting too, too deep in the physiology weeds, when you go hard, when you hammer and you get that soreness the next day, that's not from lactic acid, but it's from the, the trauma that you do to your, to your cells. You need to give your cells time to recover. You need to give your muscles time to recover. You need to give your tech, your tendons, your bones, all those things, time to recover. And that doesn't mean you can't run at all, but maybe just don't keep hammering. You know, keep it easy. Maybe do some cross-training, things like that. But then, like I said earlier, when it's when it's time to go hard, go hard, right? Don't, don't try to hold back, right? Like, drop the hammer. You're not going to do hard workouts all the time. Um, and so when it's go time, go after it. Get after it. Now, what does that mean in terms of workout selection? 
Because that's that's an interesting, not interesting, that's a terrible way of saying it. That can be confusing. It can be a little bit tricky to figure out which which workouts are the right workouts. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm only doing one hard workout per week, should it be a hill repeat workout? Should it be some type of speed workout? You know, maybe, maybe Yasso 800s or quarter mile repeats. What about a longer, you know, should it be a mile repeat, a tempo run, fast finish, long run? All of those are hard workouts, right? Don't, don't just think that, oh, because it's, it's a tempo run that's different than, a, than, a, than an interval workout. I mean, it's different than an interval workout, but physiologically from a hard, hard versus not hard point of view, it's hard. It's hard, right? Heart rate's going to be up over, over the zone um, or over the easy zone, which is okay. We're trying to go hard. We're not worried about keeping our heart rate in zone three or zone four or whatever. We're, we're going hard. Now, perhaps depending on, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, if you have a coach or if you've done some, some research or what you're training for, maybe you do want to keep it more in the, in the higher end of zone three. Maybe a tempo run is the right workout for you based on your goals and, and what you're working towards. In which case that's fine. I mean, a, hard, a, a tempo run is hard, right? It's not all out hard because you're trying to, to grind for three, four, five miles, but you need to be pushing at the, at, at a, at a level of like, I can't keep going on this much farther than however the, the, the distance of the tempo run is. Um, but again, we're not worried about your heart rate. We're just, we're just going hard. Okay. Also not for nothing. I would advise to not be worried about pace, right? Because sometimes, you know, as, as, as you've probably learned with running easy or, or dipping your toes into running easy, um, pace is not always a good reflection of what is easy or not. You know, some days, depending on the workout, depending on, on your sleep, depending on what you're doing, you know, for a speed workout, for whatever distance, let, let's just, let's just pick a mile repeat, right? Some days running mile repeats in seven with a, with a goal of seven minutes per mile for that, for that one mile hard, you know, and then you rest and do it again. That might be the perfect level of hard. Some days that might be out of reach. Some days that might be too easy. Right. And it just, it just depends on all kinds of variations. So I don't, I don't like to really get locked into pace goals or pace targets for a hard workout. That said, there's a time and a place for it. You know, especially if you're trying to do some type of, of race pace workout where you, you may be part of your long run. You want to get a chunk of miles at marathon goal pace to kind of, to kind of feel it, to kind of see, all right, this is, this is what it's going to feel like. Maybe to get that little bit of extra confidence boost that like, even though I've been running easy for the last, mostly for the last six months outside of some hard workouts, I can settle in it whatever at nine thirty pace and just cruise. And I've never really done that before. So I want to, I want to see what that feels like. That's okay. That's part of, of, you know, that would be part of a hard workout, even though it's not maximally hard. It's, it's race intensity, which if race intensity and easy are lined up as kind of the same, one of them is wrong. One of them is wrong. If you, if you think your race, your race pace and your easy pace are the same, either your, your easy pace is way too hard, or you could probably go faster on race day. Right now, it doesn't mean you have to go faster on race day, but just, just throwing that out there. So, you know, if you're going to go hard, go hard. Um, now how far you're going, what the workout is, is going to help to dictate that, right? If you're doing five, two minute intervals, which is a workout that's not uncommonly scheduled, um, by, by myself for some of the folks I work with. So a five by two minute workout hard, what that, what that that two minutes of hard looks like is going to be a lot different than say we were going to do a five by five minute hard workout, right? Cause you're not going to maintain over the course of five minutes, the same level of intensity as you're going to maintain over the course of two minutes, especially as, as that cumul- accumulation of fatigue starts to build up. Right? So, so just bear in mind that the workout you're doing, if you're doing a mile repeat session, 
your your miles are aren't going to be quite as all out sprint as they would be if you were doing quarter miles, right? So just just bear in mind that the distance of your workout or or the 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 workout that you're trying to uh, achieve, you want to go hard, but you also it's not all out sprint all the time because it's going to vary based on the specifics of the workout. Ultimately, again, like I said earlier, little goes a long way. There's different, there's different hard workouts. My advice is, is to not overthink the hard workouts. If you're scheduling your workouts, you're, you're trying to, to build your plan. Um, and I'm pretty sure I said this in, in be ready on race day as well. The overlap in terms of all the different types of hard workouts in terms of benefits, a lot of overlap there. Now, it's not a perfect circle, right? These Venn diagrams, they are Venn diagrams. They're not perfect circles. But the subtle differences between, say, a tempo run and mile repeats or between mile repeats and quarter mile repeats um, or between hill repeats and a fartlek run. Like if you're executing well, if you're really pushing the hard intervals hard, no matter no matter if it's uphill or flat or longer or shorter or whatever, you're going to get the majority of the same benefit. And I would argue, and some people will disagree with me, and that's that's fine. That's fine. My expert opinion is still expert, whether other people want to agree with it or not. I would argue that for ninety percent of us, probably ninety nine percent of us, potentially more than that. The differences don't matter, meaning that sure, you know, r- grinding it for a tempo run, if you execute it perfectly, if you're training for a half marathon or a marathon, you know, you can make an argument that that's probably a better workout than 400 meter repeats in terms of will it benefit you on race day to kind of sit in that level of discomfort for three or four or five miles versus to sit in, in a higher level of discomfort for, you know, a minute and a half or two minutes or however long a quarter mile repeat would take you to take you to, to, you know, go that 400 meters. But that assumes that you're executing both workouts perfectly. I, and this isn't I, the coach, this is I, the runner. I do not execute tempo runs very well. <laughs> like I will just throw that out there. I suck at a tempo run, like trying to settle into that, to that level of like, God, this sucks. It's like running a 5k, but it's a longer distance, right? Like maybe it's not quite as intense as a 5k, but it should be pretty darn close. And you're just, you're just sitting in suck for 35, 40, 45 minutes. Like, no, thanks. No, thanks. Now, can I sit in, this is miserable for 85 seconds, for 75 seconds, for a minute and a half, I guess it would be about 85 seconds, for two and a half minutes, something like that, for a 400 meter repeat or an 800 meter repeat or to sprint up a hill. Yeah, I can, I can, you know, it's not fun, but I can do that, right? Like it, it's, it's short and sweet and, and I can do it. So for me, you, you don't see a tempo run on my, on my Strava very often. Maybe once every three or four years, do you see a tempo run? If even that often, but when, when I get around to doing speed workouts, fart licks, yep. Do those regularly, you know, three minutes, four minutes, hard repeats, quarter miles, half miles. Yep. Do those regularly. Cause I can execute those better. So whatever kind of workouts, you know, you, you can really execute well. And I say this quite frankly, whether you're a heart rate trainer or not, you know, whether you, you, you really buy into some of the effort-based training that I think is, is ideal or not, if you're going to do a hard workout and you're trying to hem and haw between, I don't know, I could, should I half-ass 
a, a tempo run because, you know, I'm training for a half marathon or should I freaking nail it for a, a quarter mile repeat workout? Do the quarter mile repeat, like nail the workout. That's just me. You know, you, you do you, but if you're going to go hard, go hard. And if, if you know that you're going to struggle to really push as hard as you need to, given the workout, maybe don't waste your time. I don't, don't want to say don't waste your time, but maybe get more bang for your buck by picking a workout that you're going to, you're going to really crush versus, you know, something else. But again, that's just the, the point, the point being when you're doing your, your one or two, you know, or your, your one hard workout per month, or maybe your, your, your couple per month, one per week, maybe a couple per month, um, go hard. Now, what about on race day? And, and this, this, this is admittedly really tricky. Like, the, the hard workouts piece is, is kind of easy because you don't care about heart rate when you're doing a hard workout. You just go, you hammer. Um, and on race day, you're probably, you're hopefully not going to worry about heart rate either because again, your heart rate is going to creep up, right? Your heart rate is going to be above, above your normal easy zones because hello, race day, you're not running easy. But w- what are we going to try to pace that, right? Like, 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 you, you, since you probably haven't run as long as hard since your last race. And for some folks, like that might've only been six weeks ago or eight weeks ago. For some people that might've been six months ago. Some people that might've been a couple years ago. And if you've been building your aerobic base consistently, um, being disciplined, buying into heart rate training, um, quite frankly, you have no idea what you can do. Quite frankly, when, when I sign up for a race, which isn't very often, I kind of have no idea what, what I, I mean, I have an idea, but I don't know for sure. Right. Like, and, and not even like, I don't know for sure, just because I'm human and physiology and some days you have it and some days you don't, I don't know for sure because it's like, I mean, you know, I trust that my training is working. I trust that, you know, if I'm running a half marathon ish distance that I can, I can probably do a seven thirty, seven fifteen, something like that pace for the whole thing. But I don't really know because most of my training runs of that aren't speed workouts are in the 10 and a half to 12 minute pace range. So I don't know. And, and as a coach, when I'm working with somebody and that we're, we're talking about, all right, what, what are we trying to do for this race? What, what are we thinking? There is a lot of like, I don't know, you know, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, setting a PR. I wouldn't mind X, Y, Z time goal. But gosh, I haven't come close in a long time. I haven't, I haven't pushed that type of effort for a while. So how do you know what's doable on race day? I mean, I, I, it's, it's kind of a, a hypothesis situation here. You got you to gotta kind of take a little bit of an educated guess. Which, which, again, maybe this turns some people off from heart rate training. And I don't mean, to, I don't mean it that way, but I'm not going to try to tell you that, oh, it's just some formula. It's just some, some, you know, take, take your average pace from your last six easy long runs. And, you know, like, no, that's not how it works. But this is where if, if you can get through the uncertainty of, I don't exactly know what I can do on race day and, and get out there. And give a good, honest effort. Hopefully it works. Some days, some days you push a little too hard and it blows up. But this is where I think the buy-in for heart rate training comes is race day. It's having a goal that you feel like maybe is achievable. You feel like it's probably achievable. 
but you don't have a lot of confidence maybe, or at least you don't have a lot of hard evidence in saying that I've run this pace in workouts multiple, multiple, multiple times. And then you go out there and by God, your body responds. You know, you, you get to, to mile nine, mile 10 of the half marathon. You get to mile 21, mile 22 of the marathon. And like, you're tired, right? Like, I don't care. I don't care how diligent you are with heart rate training. I don't care how many miles per week you run. Um, if you're pushing on race day, whether you're sticking to a specific goal pace, whether you're, you're kind of monitoring heart rate, whether you're just kind of running by feel, you get to those, those last handful of miles of a, of a, of a longer distance race. Shoot. You get to the last mile of a 5k, right? Like you get towards the end, the final third or the final quarter of any distance race. And you're going to be tired, right? You're going to start to be, you start to wonder if you can, if you can keep going, if you can keep finishing at the same level that you've been going at since the race started. And the beauty of heart rate training and why run slow race fast works is that if you've done the work, the base is there. And when the base is there, that means when you push, you have something to push off of, right? You just think of simple physics. The reason that, that the launch pad for the space shuttle is, is on cement and not on a barge out in the middle of the water is if it was on a barge out in the middle of the water and it tried to push down, there'd be nothing solid to push off of and it wouldn't go anywhere. But it's on this super reinforced solid cement or whatever else magical NASA space technology they have underneath the space shuttle. When that when that booster goes off and it pushes down, there's something to push off of and the, and the rocket ends up you know, on its way to Mars someday. You build that base underneath you, and when you push, you got something to push off of. You got something to, 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 your body responds. Your legs respond. Yes, you're tired. Yes, there's fatigue building up. But you keep going. So, so how do you decide, back to the original question, how do you decide on a goal pace for race day? Comes down to a little bit of, of looking at some numbers. Right? Kind of where were you before? Where, where were you for your last race? How much have we improved since then? What are some of the workouts? Certainly, you know, like I said earlier, maybe you do some race-paced type of efforts um, in the buildup. You know, I'm a big fan of the fast finish long run. Ask, ask the folks I coach, especially those that, that have, you know, some, some, I don't want to say real goals because all of them have, real, everybody I work with has real goals. But I mean, you know, some some specific race day goals that are, I don't want to say out of reach, but they're, they're, they're a reach. They're a stretch, you know, working with somebody who's, who's, uh, I'm going to make up a number, right? Trying to break three hours of the, of the marathon and checks, checks record. I have nobody that's trying to break three hours of the marathon right now. At least, at least we haven't communicated that as, as this is someone's goal. But if, if, if we did, and I don't know off the top of my head what that pace would be six fifty pace, something like that, seven minute pace, yeah, whatever it is. Um, you know, we'd be doing our easy runs in the 9.30, 10 minute range probably, or at least 8.30 to 9 minute range. But we'd mix some fast finishes in, right? We'd do 10 miles easy and then the last five miles, can you hold that pace? Can you hold that 6.50 pace or whatever it necessarily is? And see what that looks like. Now, just because we can't doesn't mean that I would say the goal is impossible because we're doing this at the end of a, at the end of a normal set of week. We're not tapered. We're not, we're not ticking all those boxes. If we can get close, all right, well, maybe that's, that's, an, that's a good goal. Right? Maybe we'll try that workout again. Maybe we'll try a longer, you know, six miles easy and 10 miles at race pace and kind of see what that looks like. See how that feels. Try to build some confidence. If we try it for six miles and, the, and, and we're averaging 730 pace, all right, well, that's, that doesn't work. 
You know, we get, we get one mile close and then it just all falls off after that. All right. That's, that's too much. So mix in some of those types of workouts, whether it's a fast finish, whether it's a tempo run, whatever it might be, that's going to push you a little bit for a longer period of time and see, use that to help educate yourself as far as what is realistic for race day goals. But in terms of just going, you know, oh, because I did the, the Yasso 800s at, at whatever pace, that means I can do it from a race day. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works with the Yasso 800s and it's not how it works with heart rate training. Um, you got to, you got to make a guess. You, you, and, and this is where, which I, I know I'm getting long in the tooth here. Surprise, surprise. Um, but where I kind of sometimes struggle with to never, never do anything new on race day or never try anything new on someday. Sometimes you got to try, you got to try a pace and see what happens. And especially with heart rate training, because we're not going to go out and just be like, or at least I'm not as a coach. If you, maybe you'll find a different, different coach that believes in heart rate that would, that would do this, but I don't, I don't think you probably would. It's like, Hey, let's go out and run 20 minutes at marathon pace and see what happens. Like that's, that's, that's too much. Now, maybe some other coaches would say to let's do that. Let's try it out see what happens. In which case, Hey, if that's, if that's more your, your speed, you know, there's a reason why I can't coach everybody. Not just because there's not enough hours in the day, but also because philosophically we don't always align. All right. I'm okay with trying something new on race day. I'm okay with saying we've done these workouts. You've got the base. You trust the process. I believe it's possible. Let's give it a, let's give it a shot. And maybe you, again, and and there's all kinds of ways to scale it. You can scale it with hard workouts. You can scale it with, with tune-up races. You know, if the, if the races, if the, if the marathon is your goal race and you know, nine Oh nine Oh six is your goal pace to try to break four hours for the first time. Maybe you try just a steady nine Oh six and a half marathon, six weeks out from the, from the, from the, in a half marathon, six weeks out from the marathon or eight weeks out, whatever the case might be. And use that as a, all right. Yeah. I, I, not only could I maintain this, this nine Oh six pace to, to, to go right in at two hours for the marathon, but I felt I wasn't, I wasn't even tired yet. Like, I mean, I was tired a little bit, but I absolutely could have kept going. This feels like it might be realistic and doable. You know, give yourself some clues, give yourself some confidence boosts along the way to say, yeah, this, this, I believe this is possible. I believe this will work. And then, and then when you get out there and go, if you get halfway through the race, if you get three quarters of the way through the race, you might just find you got, you got more to give and you might just find yourself setting new goals, which not for nothing. That's a fun place to be. That's, that's been me the last couple of times I've run, run half, half marathons and 10 mile races where I go, I, gosh, I, I think, I think this might be doable. And then I get three quarters of the way through the race and go, shit. Yeah. Boop. We're beyond that. Maybe, maybe this, this new benchmark is doable and use that and push towards the end. That's the value of heart rate training. And I'm not saying that that's going to be for everybody, especially if you're still new to, to heart rate training. Um, but that's how I handle race day for myself. That's how I handle race day with the athletes I coach. And if you stick with this, this training philosophy over time and you get some experience and you start to build some confidence that the work you're doing, even at three, four, five, six minutes slower than your, your goal race pace that it's paying off. You might just start to do that for yourself as well. So hopefully that helps a little bit. I know it's a lot of vague, vague, vagueness, vagities. I know there's a lot of, of, uh, whatever, not very concrete examples there because it's hard to give concrete examples for everybody. But the point is when it comes to hard workouts, when it comes to, to planning race day pace, it's, it's, it's probably more art than it is science. There is some science. There is some research. There is some, some looking back at previous workouts and previous races to help guide your decision. But ultimately for a workout, give it hell. 
And on race day, give it hell strategically because you got a base there to push off of. That'll get you to the finish line. So let me know when you have questions more about heart rate training. Um, hopefully this made sense and kind of helps give you some ideas of how to move forward on race day and, and during hard workouts. But if you have specific questions, let me know, maybe jump on a call. We can, we can schedule a consult call. If you want, we can talk through some things. Um, or I can try to give you a few little pointers via DMS or whatever, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into a 20 minute explanation on a DM. Like that's, that's for a phone call. Right. Um, and which not for nothing, then we can really dig into your situation. and give you more concrete examples for yourself, but that option's always there. Um, other questions, heart rate related, let me know, check out the YouTube channel. Cause we got things there. Uh, but you know where to find me all the places at Diz runs on all the social medias, including YouTube, uh, Diz runs at gmail.com. If you want to shoot me an email. And of course you can head over to the, to the show notes for today. There's some memes and gifs as usual. Dizruns.com slash 1220. Dizruns.com slash 1220. Let me know what other heart rate training related questions, especially as it relates to hard workouts or race day strategery you have. And uh, maybe that'll bubble up somewhere down the line with future content, either here or on the YouTube channel or both uh, as well. So that's that for today. Look at us button up against 30 minutes. Quick tips. Nonsense. Anyway, hope this was useful. Hope this was helpful. If you know somebody that's struggling when it comes to heart rate training, hit that share button, spread the word. And until next time, y'all be well, take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you.